this shit working. This is episode 118 of Just Because the Human Experience Podcast. I'm Michael. This was recorded September 18th. My god, that was three months ago. So, this will be interesting to listen to. See what the hell we were worried about or not worried about. Uh, I was joined by three of my fraternity brothers, Amir, who you might hear me. Sometimes you hear us call each other by our fraternity names. It's Guardian. DJ is Effie. Danny is Libra. We talk about what shows we're watching and who even knows. The world has changed so much. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving. This was back in September. Go for it. Need more food. No, I need more drinks. Need more conversations with people. I miss human beings. Sounds good. How's your day? It's good. And then I, uh... Oh, God. Sorry, excuse me. I was this is good. a four-hour podcast. Uh, really? No, no. <laughs> I was about to say, dude, a half hour is my minimum right now, or maximum right now. Oh, sure. I, uh, it was a good day. It was just, I ended up doing some yard work, and I had, because the season for the winter season starting. Mm-hmm. So I I was making a a bed today, so that kind of drained the hell out of it. You know how it is, dirt and flipping and getting it all nice and uh, malleable for all the seeds. I know that's so hard. Uh, I know yeah, it. yeah, I know. I, I want I want to believe. I really do. I want to be like Obama. Just I, just, I, I have hope. Hope. <laughs> hope. So, hey, d- I don't fucking know. We're trying to put fake grass down, but we heard yeah. you have to do stuff to the dirt first because you can't just lay it on top. I have no idea oh, fake okay. grass. Never I'm mind. sorry. I deal with, like, real grass. Real grass does sound nice, too. Dude, clover. Field? Clover field? No, not clover field. Uh, there's this white clover. It's very tiny, and it's, like, soft to, like, step on. Oh, really? Yeah, is what I hear. I'm going to I'm going to plant some in my backyard. And it's winter uh starting on what dimension again? Which one? Wait, what? You said it's it's winter season? Yeah, so it's the fall is coming soon, so it's the like the winter cycle. Yeah, so like turnip and lettuce and beets stuff like that and it's going to grow. I always turn up. So you got to Imagine, <laughs> imagine going turning up to a party with like turnips. With turnips. Hey, it's about time I got those beats. That was a uh, double veggie uh, joke. Yeah, that was, that was pretty good. I, like I have it. no more. Uh, we have to stop. Let us see some more of your. Uh... Oh, you continued it. <laughs> I had to. This is this is gonna be its own episode, and then when the other guys jump on, that'll be a different. I episode. can't believe you even said that. Okay, now it's just it's going somewhere else. <laughs> now it's just getting erotic. I'm just getting aroused oh, by the whole ve- thing. Veggie arousal. That's veggie. Uh... Ar- it can work, I guess. Yeah, I guess there's a fetish for everything. 
I can I just picture so. somebody's like, oh, is that broccoli? Oh, man, that's fresh broccoli. <laughs> Look at those Brussels sprouts. Have you seen a dragon fruit? Rub those on my thighs. Oh, dragon fruit sounds good right now, actually. I've never had it, but I have one in the refrigerator. Is it supposed to be in the refrigerator? I don't know. I've never had one either. Damn it. Why does this keep happening to me? Be a fruity guy. Be a fr- I al- I've always been a fruity guy. That's not my problem. No, and apparently it's, <laughs> it is because you're not trying dragon fruit. <laughs> That's my problem too, though. I've never tried dragon fruit. Dragon fruit and star fruit are, the, are one. Oh, I've never tried star fruit either. I've never, I've never done it either. I really want to try star fruit. There's a lot of fruit in the world that apparently I, I don't know of, and I really want to try all of them. It's because of Trader and his Joes. Uh, Trader, oh, little bro. Hi. This is my little bro Libra, Danny. Hey, what's going on, Libra? And this is Guardian Amir from Zeta Chapter. Yeah, I know. Oh well, I know, I know. I just didn't know. Uh, oh. I know. I know of you. I've seen oh. you all over Facebook. You're basically like a celebrity on my timeline. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> You're the one who reports spam daily. Yeah, I know it. Yeah, I try. Exactly. I try my best. How you doing? I'm I'm good. Are you? Are we live? Is it happening? It is recording, not live. I don't think I could handle <laughs> us being live. This, oh. this is my other little bro. Uh, Hello. Effervescent or Effie DJ. Man, this how is. Many- how many little bros do you have? Do you have, do you just every this the whole chapter now? Just they're all MZ. It, it MZ. You can go fuck yourself out of oh, here. Oh shit! <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can report you as spam sorry, right now sorry. on here. <laughs> Whack family. My bad. I'm okay. How do I get you out of here? Let me see. <laughs> Three stop video. Perfect and mute. So perfect. Right. I was gonna say. So I need you to click the red button down in the corner that says Perfect. end call end call just then, for you and then the three of us will start over okay <laughs> exactly just, well now i can't unmute you um this is guardian amir i can't un- you gotta unmute yourself i muted you but i did can't did you seriously mute me <laughs> i have to i, I was to... talking shit the whole time <laughs> i was talking perfect we'll just put you back on then that's that's that works how are you doing danny i am good for the most part uh, I survived a crazy COVID scare last week. That wasn't fun, but I'm alive. I'm also, I also got tested. I'm negative. All is good. If you don't mind, do you know where or who? You don't have to say who, but like what situation it was where you thought you had it? I don't, okay. Well, okay. So on, so last Thursday, yeah, last Thursday. Like, you know when you can just feel yourself getting sick? You're not, like, totally sick, but you can feel it coming. I yeah. was feeling that way throughout the morning on Thursday. And then as the day progressed, I just felt myself, like, feeling shittier and shittier. And then I realized, like, halfway through the day, oh, shit, I have a fever. So that didn't feel good. And then as soon as my mom got home, I was like, Ma, do I have a fever? Ma. And she, like just like that and then she put uh her hand like the back of her hand on my forehead and she's like yeah you're really you're hot and then i thought back to like the last week and the only thing that made sense that i could think of that was technically like the most risky thing that i'd done was go to the store um like i actually went to a store which i hadn't done in months because we always order our food 
for delivery online. But I went to Fry's because I wanted to pick up some mangoes. Yes. And mangoes. <sighs> it's all their fault. Went to the store and I was like, well, just my luck. I probably touched a dirty mango or somebody coughed on me and I breathed in the air as I walked by or I rubbed my eye after touching something and didn't even realize it. I was like, something must have happened. And then as the day progressed, I just started feeling hotter and hotter. And then my bowels were not very cooperative, to say the least. Oh, joy. Um, and so, and, and then I just felt really achy. And then after a while, I was like, okay, this is freaky because I don't feel like I've really done anything crazy recently to just get like an average cold or even the flu sounds like sounds like some symptoms actually yeah yeah i had every reason to freak the fuck out by thursday night i was like i'm gonna get tested so i looked at an old email that i got from banner and they had a link to uh register online for an appointment so i did went friday got tested got my results uh yesterday sunday or monday and they were negative but the weird thing is though that by saturday i was fine it was bizarre. I felt like utter shit just one 24-hour period. And by the next time, it was fine. Damn it. So yeah, that was, that's my story. Probably yeah. actually had it, but your body just didn't react fast enough to produce any antigens or uh, antibodies. So you probably, because uh, a lot of people have been getting it, and they've been breaking their fevers and breaking all that stuff real quick. Yeah. So your body probably was like on high alert for a minute and then didn't need to because they didn't really uh, attach to any of the cells to propagate more virus. Well, if that's the case, then I will take it. Because my biggest <laughs> concern is just not really for me, but because I live with my mom. Um, she's uh, not old, but she's 65. So she's definitely in that vulnerable age group. And she's the entire reason why I'm like, extra cautious about what i do and who i hang out with otherwise i wouldn't be too concerned but my biggest concern was not just having it but getting her sick or giving it to her and then having the worst happen so luckily all is good so I, that's probably the worst part of your week what was the best part of your week um that was the best part oh no the mangoes, oh, okay. <laughs> the mangoes. i would hope it's the, the mangoes, mangoes after all that damn trouble <laughs> actually you know what it probably was um because I, I met up with a good friend of mine and I was really excited about trying mango mimosas. And that's the whole reason why I went to Fry's to get these mangoes. Ovid mimosas. I just came. I did it for the mimosa and <laughs> I discovered afterward. I did it for the mimosa. I did. I discovered afterward that they weren't ripe enough yet. Well, yeah, they were okay. They were okay. I mean, I bought orange juice anyway, just in case. Lo and behold. Humph. But can you imagine if I'd bought shitty mangoes and got COVID? Man, my that life would not be, over. be worth it at all. All right, that's in the running for the, for the title of the episode. Is I did it for the mimosas. All right, we'll see if anyone can top that as we go on. Yep. <laughs> or by DJ, what was the best and worst part of your week? Oh, okay. So, uh, probably the best part of my week i would probably say is yesterday i was well no i guess i'll back up so sunday morning i was watching 
uh, Altered Carbon with a friend of mine. And I got a random DM from someone and I was like, who the hell is this? Cause I seen the at name and I was like, I don't recognize this name. So I opened the message and they were like, hi, I work with the state press at ASU. And a friend, a couple people had uh, pointed me out, like pointed me to you because we were doing a title story on the digital drag age and how drag has evolved into the digital age of, during quarantine and stuff. I recently, had it did interviews with other performers and they brought you a lot of them had brought you up and told me that i should talk to you so i was wondering if i could set up an interview with you so i had that interview last night yeah yesterday evening so it was really cool so we, he asked me about like my accomplishments and the different things i've done how long i had been doing drag and talked to him about how quarantine really kind of just kicked my drag career into like overdrive because i within the last like four to five months i've talked to two reigning queens on rupaul's drag race had one of the reigning queens say they want to come to the united states once everything is safe and open up for me at a drag performance i've literally won a title in yonkers new york city so i'm the first queen of yonkers pride and i've been releasing music and just kind of doing a lot of stuff and so it's just been really cool and he's like oh my gosh like this is he's like i'm pretty sure you're gonna get like probably the title or like the cover story because they actually print out their uh stories and on the magazine and also do digital newspaper too so i was like oh that's what's up. So he was like, yeah, and honestly, the editors are probably going to put want to put you on like one of the more notable pages, seeing as how you're an ASU student, a current ASU student, and you started your drag career here on campus. I was like, well, I'm glad I'll I could take be it. the cover. Right, I'm like, I'm glad I could be the cover girl. Boom. Congrats. <laughs> thank you. Thank you're you. Um, and I would probably say the worst part of my week was just also last night i got overwhelmed with just how much homework i had and then like my mom called me and said on the news they were talking about supposedly michael crow said he was going to get ready to put uh asu back on all remote again because supposedly a large number of students would be like going out and congregating on mill avenue and stuff like that and then coming back to campus and all this other stuff and because it's true like thursday nights and friday nights you see huge people of groups of people walking around on campus walking around up to mill or back to mill or and, like basically paralleling the campus and like nine times out of ten you don't see them like wearing masks you know what i'm saying because they're like oh we're going out going to a party going to whatever and so i'm just like huh yeah things are gonna get yeah i was like things are probably gonna go get really bad on campus especially seeing as how like the to add the like insult to injury i don't know if i had told you big bro but supposedly a bunch of students that had either been like moved for isolation purposes because they have positive tested COVID or they might have had a, co a possible COVID exposure because of their roommate or whatever the case may be on the other side of my apartment building. And a bunch of them just be hanging out, going in and out of each other's rooms, hanging out by the elevators, no masks oh, on, just talking fuckers. and chilling. And like they can use our elevators and our laundry rooms. And the thing is, is like we talk like in our group chat, with our CA, we're like, yo, like, what, can we say something? Can something be done? And they're like, not really. Like, one girl was like, I even emailed housing, and they said, as long as they have their mask on, they're allowed to leave their rooms. But it's like, I, that's not how isolation works, though. Like, that's not how isolation works at all. So I'm just like, ugh. So that probably would have to be the worst part of my day, just, like, the overwhelming amount of homework, then finding out that, like, the pandemic is going to possibly shit take a fat shit on my senior year. I swear oh, to yeah, God, fuck. I thought he was going to say... The worst part was altered carbon. 
<laughs> I don't know. Do you why. not like the show? No, I do. It's just uh, I, I don't know for some reason you're. I thought you were gonna say that. You thought you were gonna be like the worst part was uh, watching Altered Carbon. Actually, oh no, no, I actually that's on my Altered list. Carbon. Yeah, I hope I it's good. Loved, it, it, it I loved it. It was really, really good. The writing was so freaking good. I was so upset because I'm like, I told my friend, I was like, I'm not into sci-fi. Like, you know, I'm not really into sci-fi like that. Like, but I was like, I guess I'm open to it. I'll watch it. And literally within, like, I think the first two episodes, I was already freaking crying because of, like, one of those, like, really sad flashbacks. And I'm like, are you kidding me? <sighs> I was like, no, I have to sit here and watch all of this. Like, of and course. it was so good. Yeah. Honestly, for, I mean, obviously, just because of, you know, me being the extra queer individual I am, I could have did a little bit less of just all the female titties and, like, cooch out. But, you know, we all right. Titties? I was like, they were not even. You didn't know? <laughs> Let me watch now. You didn't know? <laughs> Yeah, I was surprised. But there also was like some there was also male genitalia flash. So I'm like, okay, I guess they're like, we're not being we're not we're not being sexist or trying to be very male lens. They're like, this isn't shot from the male lens, y'all. Everybody is now here naked. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Amir, how was the best and worst part of your week? My the best part actually, uh we finally got my that pergola up. I've been saving for about a year now. And uh I got the guy last week to start the job and he finished yesterday. I can't, I'm so excited. I'm going to put a hammock. I'm going to lazy the frick out in the backyard. It's going to be amazing. You got uh, your percolate up? Your percolate? Pergola. Percolating. Okay. Pergola. Percolating, really? What am I? Form of hydration? Percolating? Uh, you percolating? I thought you were just going to you put percolating your, right now, sir? Put your foot uh, up on the table and start cup? percolating. Oh, is that not yeah. what percolating means? <laughs> I don't know, I don't actually. Shake your ass. So that was the best part? Gonna put uh, yeah, that okay. was the best part. The worst part was I did a... Uh, this week was rough at work, so that's pretty much that's pretty much it. I, didn't, I just did not enjoy this week at work. Yeah. What? what sucks about work How about your specific covid like, has really affected our workflow because you know we usually deal with surgeries and now we're just dealing with covid patients primarily yeah so we're getting weird weird tests like they're like hey test his urine and i'm like it's a respiratory disease what, what are we, why are we why are we even touching this piss it doesn't make any sense like their uh, doctors are stupid. Like that's that. I, I guess that's the part. The part oh. that that really just hurts is the doctors are extra dumb because they don't know what to test for. They're just shooting Drag blind her. and they're just like on the dartboard. Yeah. Drag her. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's it's also definitely a a weird sickness though too, right? Like we don't know a lot about it. At least last I read, I don't know. Um, it's been a couple of months. I mean, we know a little bit more. That I, I mean, I guess I could see like just test everything. Here's some hair yeah. transplants, toenails. Here's our Pornhub search history. Just test it all. Oh my god! What oh. happened? So altered carbon <laughs> is a show about. Okay, sorry. Your Pornhub history. <laughs> I can't talk about it until 10 p.m. Um, nah. That's when the podcast changes. Uh, we have 70 oh. minutes. We have 70. <laughs> we just That's have to the stall. adult swim version of the podcast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Best and worst. It's these kids, I guess, is the worst part. I mean, and I love my job. It just, they get to me so hard. And it's, I have, I think I've told all three of you, like, at different times. I've just, I have poor sleeping habits. 
which just makes me super irritable throughout the day. And then I'm less patient with the kids, which is not fair to them. Uh, but also they deserve it sometimes. <laughs> oh, dicks. But uh, <laughs> I do love my job. I love my job. I, is that I would, something you're just telling yourself? Yeah, I have, to, no, I have right? to tell myself that every seven minutes. So I love uh, my job. I love my job. I love my job. I love my job. This is in case any parents listen and they're like, oh, there's a teacher on here talking about my kid. That means you know your kid's a dick. If you know exactly, and I didn't say any names. Uh, well, the parent sounds like that. <laughs> I <guess>. swear. <laughs> Come here, Timmy. Um, Karen and Karen Jr. Karen and, yeah, oh my exactly. Goodness. <laughs> Damn it, Karen, they, Karen they both and Kimberly. Have Oh my god, Karen I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. They both Come have here, the Kimberly. same hairstyle. Kimberly. Bro, you know what? You know what's so funny about that though, Guardian? I literally knew somebody like that. And oh I high key well, I almost said their names, but I literally from second grade to fifth grade, there was these to this one girl whose mom was like the vice president or the president of the PTSA, of course. And it's like literally they'd always wear the same matching colored tracksuits, have the same bob cut hair and everything. And I was like Ew. I was like, y'all looking like real um, Violet Beauregard and her mama from the remake of Willy Wonka and the Charlie Fox, because this is not it. Like, and oh, God, it was, it, yeah. That's why it was so funny, because as soon as you said matching hairstyles, it like instantly flashed in my head. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I can see the trauma on your face. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I swear. Ugh. At least I don't, I don't have those. Gladly. Swear. Are you luckily. sure? Do you know? Not 100%? so far. Sure. Monday through Friday, I do not have them. Uh, they do that on the weekends on their own time. That's that's something else. Best and and this this would kind of go. Libra and I were talking about TV shows, and so I wanted to talk to you guys. What are you watching? And DJ, you were talking a little bit about Alter Carmen. But the best part of my week, and I'm super behind. We just finished season four of Orange Is the New Black, which aired in 2016, and I'm I'm still. I don't know if you guys watched the show, but I did. I'm still. <laughs> A long time ago. I'm spooked. right. I finished it a while ago. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry. You finished it on time, is what. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, what are you what are you guys watching, Amir? Right now, I just finished Umbrella Academy like a couple of weeks back. I heard that was really started good. Started watching the yeah right. Season two got a lot good better. Show. One a lot better. Really? Yeah. I was I was a little weary about watching season two because I was like, one was good, but it wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. No, so I was like, mm. all the way. All right. All right. All the all way. right. Especially with, uh, I'm forgetting his name, uh, the necromancer guy, uh, the guy who sees the dead from season one. I'm oh, forgetting his name. Okay. I, I, uh, yeah, I you know who I'm talking about, either. though, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. His character development just skyrocketed, just really hit okay. it home. Uh, yeah, and uh, now we're watching The Boys. On Amazon. And how's that? Uh, I, do, I, I go back I'm and five, forth about I'm whether to watch episodes it. in. So far, so good. There's nothing really to complain about. This story uh, is moving along nicely. The progression of the characters. Uh, even the superheroes. You kind of start to like either hate certain heroes or fall in love with certain heroes. It's actually interesting. I thought they were just all going to be pricks, but it has some, some yeah, you think, right? Cause that was the whole trailer. They were evil versions of the justice league. Basically he's Superman, but instead of like, you know, helping the people, he helps himself. What's the appeal of umbrella Academy? Like, why would you recommend it? 
I, I guess it's the fantasy aspect, but it's just the writing for me. I, I really love the writing. If if I, if your writing sucks, but everybody loves the show, I'm not gonna watch it because it's it's writing specifically for me. The dialogue, the jokes, the drama moments, you know, uh, and the acting. And if there's if yes. it's if that doesn't like is not cohesive, it's pointless. It's a recipe. Uh, yeah. Like if you don't have that right combination, yeah. it. It, it doesn't do it for me. For I feel you. I feel you on that. Right? You can't. You don't eat ramen noodles with just noodles. You're right. True. You're right. You know, no argument. You got to add the right. broth. You got to get that meat. You got to get that corn. A little bit of butter. Corn is already corn involved. Well, yeah, corn. You, oh, I'm ramen. thinking about Maruchan. I'm sorry. I'm thinking about Mar. <laughs> Maruchan. <laughs> Some spicy chicken, please. Spicy, please. Everybody over here. <laughs> Danny, you were. Can you do you want to share about the show you were talking about? Because I was like, I can't finish that show by the time we record. So there's no way that's also on my list. Actually, I mean, you Academy could if also. you just you could if you just like quit your job or whatever. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I I could try that. Yeah, I'll try that next time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> next time you recommend it. me a show. You know, just think about it or or whatever. I love um, my job. I love my job. <laughs> right. I just finished finally season two of Pose and it is it has absolutely become one of my favorite shows of all time. Yes. Why? Yes. Because I cry about every other fucking episode and any show yes. or movie that makes me feel shit, makes me want to cry, is a good show in my book. Um so good for anybody that yes. doesn't know what it's about yeah it's um yes educate the children please <laughs> yes <laughs> season one starts off in the 1980s in new york and it tells uh the stories or a couple of stories of basically trans women of color particularly black or afro-latina um, or Latinx, and their struggles during the AIDS uh, epidemic, uh, their access to, and well, it touches on a lot of things such as their access to healthcare, uh, mental health. It also introduces the audience to at least the show's interpretation of the world of ballroom, pre-drag culture, if you will. The story follows uh, this one girl who decides to take it upon herself to establish a house. And a house in that context is basically a safe space for queer people, especially queer youth, to just flourish and be themselves and become something. Um, and every house has a mother, mm -hmm. uh, occasionally a father, but in the show, they're all mothers. And obviously this family, they're not all biologically related whatsoever, uh, but they do play those roles. and. The mother's biggest responsibility is to take care of her children. And so you're following the story of this one mother and the dynamics of this unofficial family and everybody's journey of trying to just get through life in general. It's very compelling, I will say. That is definitely, I'll debate whether quitting my job is, is worth it. But I, I hear amazing things about the show. DJ. Yeah. What are you watching? Yes. I've honestly been watching a few different things. Wow. There we my go. My phone keeps falling. We yep, all just my died. phone just keeps falling. Yeah. Um, I don't know why my phone keeps falling. Anyway, but 
basically, my phone does not want to sit up. Jesus. It's the doctor's, okay. it's the doctor's guardian was talking about. Basically, I've watched a few different things. And it's really funny, Big Bro, because, like, I haven't watched really anime in a while since I was, like, younger. And I was never even really into anime. But a friend of mine, like, the same friend who got me to start watching Altered Carbon, who I've realized is now, like, my new show person, is he got me to watch this. It's not even a new show. It's an older anime that I guess used to go on, like, Adult Swim and Toonami a long, long time ago called Dead Man Wonderland. Mm. And Ah, yes. We binged it in one night, like the whole one season of the show in one night. And when I tell you all of the feels, when I tell you I was traumatized, compelled, heartbroken, and infuriated all in one night from watching this season of this show, I was not expecting that much of like an emotional roller coaster and also that much character development, especially how everything looked from the first episode. But it was really good. Where do you see this? Yeah, like, is it on Netflix oh, or something? No, he had pulled it up on some um, less, maybe less than legal site. Uh, it's called Kick-Ass <laughs> Anime. <laughs> I, love um, I would have just said the internet. <laughs> right. The live no, wire of anime. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that, I would have gotten that, yeah, you know. It's called Dead Man Wonderland? Yes, and it's very very graphic when it comes down to like blood and gore oh yeah and so at first when i first watched and i'm not even like i'm not a huge blood and gore person like i love horror movies or whatever but like i'm not like a straight up just blood and guts watching someone's head get sliced off and someone's body being ripped to sh- like i'm not i'm not that type of person so when i saw like this literally a bunch of this stuff happening like in animation i was like jesus dude what the fuck are we watching but then like there was an actual like plot to it so i was like okay i was like i i want to figure out what the hell is going on and what's going on in this story because the whole premise is basically dead man wonderland is a prison a maximum maximum security prison that has been turned into a theme park to help boost the economy of japan and the citizens of japan yes and the citizens of japan pay to patronize and do all these like attractions that they think are like special effects or just different, like, for shits and giggles or whatever, or, like, smoke and mirrors, when, like, say, like, for the dog races, for example, they think that, oh, when they fall off the big balls or into the spikes, it's just, like, a joke, they're not getting hurt. No, these people are actually being impaled. When they fall off of the big balls, they're actually falling into a pit of uh, chlorophyll, like, acid, and all this different stuff. So I'm like, what the, what is this? But it's all about this kid who was at school one day, and all of a sudden, some figure pops up outside of his school and sets off this explosion and literally kills everyone in the like everyone at the school basically or in the room either one one of the two and yeah everyone in the room it killed like what what it was like 19 students all of of his uh, classroom students yeah so like the whole classroom except him died like in an instant next thing you know he's getting charged for the murders of all of them because he can't explain no one can explain what the hell happened so they're like you slaughtered all of these people in this room and then, yeah, so he ends up getting found guilty and framed for the murders of all these people. And this 13-year-old boy is thrown into this maximum security prison and put on death row. And has to play the games. Yep, and has to, to play the games to survive. Okay. Because, oh, yeah, if you want to explain it, I don't know. <laughs> no, you go ahead. Oh. Yeah, and basically, when you're at death row inmate, you have a collar that put, that's around your neck and it slowly poisons you. And every 24 hours, you have to eat a piece of candy that revitalizes you because it's the antidote to the poison or else you die. And that's your death sentence of you finishing off your sentence. 
What kind of Hunger Games bullshit is this? Oh my goodness. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's ridiculous. And then and then it's crazy because it's just like there's this whole thing about him having these special powers and stuff. And so it ends up being like the prison is also a cover up for like a genetic experiment for these people who have uh, this special power called the branch of sin where they can use blood and manipulate it as weapons. Yeah, it's pretty dope, actually. It's badass. It, yeah. That part I thought was badass. Damn. Yeah, well, I, that, I, the, when I got to that part, I was like, right? excuse me? I was what? Like, did, did he, he, just, makes that, like, he made that into like, a blade? He made that into a blade. He's just so where? dude. Okay. So where? All right. Oh, I know. That was insane. And oh my God, the craziest part, though, is like the dialogue, though, there is some crazy ass dialogue. Like they have some foul language in the show as well. So like. And they're Japanese. Just, I know, but no, because the thing is, it's like, I, like, since we were, like, since it was like two or three in the morning when we started deciding to watch the show. Okay, oh, to give you an example, dialogue between the main character and one of the uh, antagonists, he goes, so that story you fed me of being sad and your father randomly dying was all bullshit? She was like, oh, poor little piggy wiggy. Why don't you just jack off in a bottle of formaldehyde and we'll call it our firstborn? I was like, Please press pause. I'll like press pause. I need to mentally process this. What? I have a new title. Jack off in a bottle of formaldehyde. Formaldehyde, and we'll call it our firstborn. First. Very long title. I don't Dead know how or when, but I need to write that down because I'm gonna use that line someday. I need to use it somehow. Right? I was like, wow. I and love like it. this girl was like, this girl was like, that character was like straight up cock destroyer energy. It was crazy. She was like, how do you, she was like, how do, is, uh, she was like, legit, she was like, how am I supposed to get off when all of you guys want to just be little pussies? I was like, oh, she was like, everybody wants to sit here and cry and worry about trying to save me when I don't need saving. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> because it came to turn out, because to give, it sucks, I don't want to spoil too much, but like to give context of the situation, basically, long story short, this girl ends up getting thrown in prison or what it gets thrown in prison and like at first thought to be framed for the murder of her father but then when her but then her brother thought that her dad had raped her in the like whole process of her i guess accidentally killing him or the whole accident happening so then he ended up getting put in prison too so he basically was like i've been trying to get to you to get you off of your sentence i've been trying to do all these races and shit to help you and she's like why i'm fine here like i was like oh she was like, she was like, everybody keeps thinking I need to be safe. She was like, you really fucking think that? She was like, you. She was like, you're really an idiot if you thought that I like that or something. Basically, she's like, if you thought that was an accident, then you're stupid or something. And basically, and was like, admitted to killing her father. And I was like, oh, I was like, this bitch is insane. <laughs> and I, for real, I was like, this girl is insane. What kind of drugs are these animators on? I swear. The best kind. Oh, clearly. It's so crazy because as I'm sitting here watching this, I'm like, is it sad that I'm like, this? Feel, I feel like they're trying to commentate on like a, like a greater situation in society. Because I'm like, it sucks because I'm like, for some reason, I just kept thinking of like all the rumors that I had heard about like how like the dark side of the K-pop industry is and how mm. like, that's like basically when you get into those groups it's like yeah you end up being famous and jet setting and all this stuff but it's basically like you're imprisoned into these contracts and shit you know what i'm saying it's like a whole lot of fine prints that people don't really know about and i'm like ooh, i was like that's kind of hot i was like that's kind of spooky <laughs> sign me up oh my god wait what no what happened no 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 no, no. no. 
I'll, I'll read the fine print. And yes, we never saw him again. And we never. Swear. This is the last Swear. episode ever. <laughs> so I have some questions for you guys. That'll be the title yeah. of the episode. That'll be. This will be. We can go. We can go. Go that, That'll be the title. I have some questions for you guys. I have some questions for you guys. No, I was saying. He said, "I love my job." I'm like, that should be the title. <laughs> <laughs> no, that'll definitely get some parents. Oh, okay. He loves his job. Let's listen to it. What are the Japanese doing? Um, he better not be showing these to my children. Say we can pee in cups. Two? That guy's gonna check it. On that note, altered carbon. On that note, altered carbon. There's not that many titties. So there aren't enough. There aren't enough titties. <laughs> what languages do you wish you could speak? If you could pick two, Portuguese. Ooh. No, just kidding. Oh, oh all right, that was quick. Korean and Arabic. Why those two? Korean, because I want to visit South Korea and actually talk to people. Mm. And Arabic, because I also want to visit Dubai and be able to talk to people. Because um, I don't like the idea of visiting like a foreign country that has a foreign language and then just not being able to navigate it as easily as possible. And... I've lived my entire life never having a language barrier for the most part, nobody. And I, I wouldn't want to start experiencing that because I can I imagine that can be very frustrating. I, I guess that's me empathizing with like immigrants or like people who come to this country, for example, and don't know a lick of English. They manage and they get by and they figure things out. And I think that's wonderful. But for me, for somebody that has the privilege of being able to visit a foreign country, um, I think in order to like have a more immersive experience, it would just make sense to, for me to learn the language. And those are just two countries I'd like to visit. What about you? I think French. Why French? Because I've been fucking learning it for the past goddamn fucking year or whatever shit. On this damn app, yeah. And I, 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 I'm also learning Spanish. It's kind of similar. Yeah, they have a few of the similar rules and uh, similar word formations. Yeah. Um, but I took Spanish in high school, and I should have paid attention. Um, and so then I get looked down on by uh, Serena's family, and then they say, "You haven't taught him how to speak Spanish." So French, <laughs> um, and I think Japanese. I've, I, I love anime. Um, DJ brought up anime, and I, I always like to make the little comment that, you know, when I watch anime in Japanese, and I'm reading the subtitles, it's like I trick my brain that I know Japanese, because I know what they're saying. Obviously, I don't. It's the other side of the globe. Not no real particular reason. I just I've always listen to the language in watching different animes and so i would like to actually uh understand it and not have to read right it. yeah i agree on that one yes can Japanese. you say something sexy in french can i say who now what can you say something <laughs> sexy in french oh god uh, it, it could literally be like i took the biggest dump on the planet and i would have no idea i <sighs> because it's french it sounds pretty 
It does sound pretty, but my my French accent is so terrible, and it makes you the app makes you speak it, which then is ter- I'm glad they don't score on pronunciation too much. Je veux un chouette. I want oh, I want an owl. So there you go. Je veux un chouette. I don't know if that was sexy for you. No, it just sounded like something sweat. Comment ça va? Ça va bien. Et toi? Comment tu t'appelles? Thanks for trying. I, uh, I, take, I take back French. I'll, I'll go Spanish. <laughs> I'm going to have to probably go with the kind of the two that you just said, uh, big bro. Uh, French, because... Honestly, I've always think I think I've always just kind of had like a dream to go to Paris. I think I've always wanted to just go and just kind of I know it sounds cheesy, but like go do the like the touristy things of going to Lovelock Bridge, going to go see the Eiffel Tower, going to go see Champagne Country and different things like that. Um and then also because um, you know, even though I've had like an ex partner that lives in Canada. I want to go to Canada and also be able to go to like French Canadian, like the French Canadian mm. area, and then also experience like Toronto and the English speaking side as well. Um, and then also Spanish because I learned a lot of it in high school and I was pretty good at it and I did very well. And I was like basically a TA in high school, but it was more of like after high school, I didn't have a requirement to take a Spanish class or anything for like ASU. So I just didn't take any other Spanish classes and I didn't know I was if I was able to take Spanish classes as a theater major or whatever because I didn't know if those classes were the, like major specific. So then, yeah, I just kind of just got out of practice and I'm now I'm like rusty as hell on Spanish. Like I can understand it like when I hear it or I can like hear something and then it takes me a second to like mentally break it down. I'm like, okay, I got it. But I, I probably would not be able to put a fluent sentence together anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Sadly. Okay, now it's your turn. Now you have to say something sexy in Spanish. Say something sexy in Spanish? Uh-huh. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, don't, don't. You're going to make me laugh. Stop! Oh, my God. Stop. I laugh okay. right before sex, so. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if you can't laugh during sex, it's honestly not good sex. Anyway. Amateur. Um, I don't know if that's, <laughs> I don't know if that's the rule. <laughs> Well, I mean, at least it, anyway. Okay. Whatever. You've never laughed during. Come on now. No, I've been laughed at during. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've every, well, everybody at, at one point. Well, if you're into that shit, that's fine. Yeah, I'm not. Fine. I'm More power not. to you. Oh. I love my job. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, little bro. Go ahead. Okay. I'm sorry. <clears throat> So, like, if I was to be talking to a, a gentleman caller or whatever. Okay. Um, Hola, papi. ¿Cómo estás? Dame besos. Me, me necesito. Aquí. Aquí. Ooh. Ven aquí. Ven aquí. Ooh. 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 They're, com- they're coming here. I don't know what, what you needed, but I'm coming here. Yep. Or going there. <laughs> yeah, it's happening. Whoever that is, he's taking his clothes off. Let me tell you. Sí. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> Amir? Uh, Chinese and probably German. Oh, German. Why German? Because yeah. they have a rich history and also they, they're they one of the few countries that are proactive in trying to reforest the world. And I would love to get on that kind of, kind of work. 
Oh, what are they doing? Yeah. Uh, they went to Africa. There's a com- there was a German uh, company that went to parts of Sudan, and they just reforested this whole area. Um, so they benefited economically, as well as um, the ability to actually add more plants to the world and reduce the carbon emissions, and uh, just a lot of lot of interesting aspects and made money off of that and i'm like i want to do that on a large scale and then just sit around and watch trees grow and get paid yeah especially yeah. with your your percolating and then um <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice your and why chinese uh money Okay, well, there it is, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty self-explanatory. I mean, come on. They're the richest country in the world, and they have this thing called white boy uh, servants or whatever, where they, the rich, yeah. So, like, the level of, like, rich Chinese, they'll, like, hire, like a, like, a white American, like, blonde hair, blue eyes, and all that stuff, and they'll pay them a lot of money, but they'll make them, like, do a lot of dumb shit. Yeah, they'll like go to the wear this on your hat on your head all day for a thousand dollars or some jazz. And you want to do that? No, but he I doesn't mean, want to be the the. <laughs> I mean, oh, you want to command? I get it. Yeah, exactly. But possibly uh, trade with the Chinese. I mean, they have a lot of people, and they require a lot of food and materials at at one point or another in time. So, yeah. I just want to be ahead of the curve. Yeah, because money, because money, because money, or whatever, it, or money. whatever. Oh, trying to save the world with money, trees and money. Um, yeah, they're both green, and they come from trees. Um, yeah, what yeah. language do you guys know? Any other languages? Arabic. Yeah. Danny? Uh, not really i don't really know any other languages other than like like i said i can understand and comprehend spanish for the most part but that's really it mm-hmm. but like side note it's really cool that you said german guardian because if you would have asked me before when i was going to possibly go to my german internship i would have said germany like german as well because yeah it would have been cool to have been able to just kind of go to germany and been like i can talk to anybody on the side of the street you know not like not just to talk to strangers but like just to talk to anybody if i needed I'm to just looking for people right it's like i'm just looking for to talk to someone danny speak spanish yes yeah what futuristic thing do you wish your clothing could do change colors damn it that's a good one or just like change patterns or just like what it not like it's physical form but just change like what it looks like mm-hmm. actually I, I want it to change physical form that'd be interesting like yeah i mean that'd be cool too right like you're cold and you're like ah oh, shirt become a sweater and it just extend your arm and then just like if you just have like one garment yeah but it can just turn into whatever the f you want yeah that'd be dope that'd be legit i like that Guardian, Effie? Cockstrap, become pants. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Cockstrap? What did you say? (laughs) I just wanted to say that. (laughs) Yeah, I did say that. I am internally screaming. (laughs) It's just a funny word to say, cockstrap. They're two different things together, uh, separately, but together they make... You know, the, the the final form of the Power Rangers. <laughs> and on that note, I gotta go. <laughs>
We don't have my God. Okay. Uh, I said pants. What um, else? Hey, Guardian, just... you still have to say something sexy in German. Uh, nine. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> oh, something sexy in Arabic. Uh, like, what do you want me to say? Whatever. It could be I took a fat dump and I will have no idea. True. Um, yeah. So it doesn't matter. Ooh. What does that mean? You want Your eyes are Oh. 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 Yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Good no. <laughs> you lost it. You had it. That's why I said it. <laughs> you burned it all down. I know. It's beautiful, um, right? In your group of friends, what role do you play? Oh. It, I feel like it depends the, on the scenario or like the situation. But I feel like overall, I've always been told that like I'm the mom or the dad friend of the group because I'm very like protective and I'm very I'm very much an advocate for my friends and I'm such a hard like ride or die type of person for the people I care about so I can definitely see that you can literally from high school from like not well middle not really middle school because I didn't really have friends in middle school but like from high school like on, you could always tell where, <laughs> you can always tell where I was like, if somebody was like starting some shit with my friend or one of my friends was like, oh yeah, this person said they were going to fight me at lunch. And I said, let a bitch try it. Let a bitch try it. And literally I'd be right there. So what Excuse are you going to do? Right, like, okay, you, who are you going to fight? Because I'm pretty sure you're going to have to fight two people, but you're going to be tired getting through this bitch. And I'm sure you won't get through this bitch before it. Yeah, it was, it's, it's, so I don't know. I can see myself as like, I guess, the mom or dad friend of like the group is very like protective because I also am usually always prepared for stuff when things happen. Kind of a difficult question. I'm still stuck on it. Okay. Uh, yeah, same. <clears throat> for me, let me see. I, f I feel like I, I, I sort of, I'm, I fill in. So if there's no one loud talking shit in the group, that's usually me. But if there's already someone doing that, I don't do that. Uh, I do something else. And I, I, I usually try to figure out what the group dynamic is. And I try to balance it the other way. And I, I don't know why. I don't, there'll be do times feel, where, what's up? Do you feel like there's, there needs to be a specific balance and that's why you act a certain way? Yeah, yeah. And it, I, there'll be even some times where I, f I feel like either be a certain type of way now I'll, I'll i'll turn it off just to you know play the other side as far as um whether it's i don't know be the be the more mature one or be the more idiotic one in the group or be the more uh there'll be times where i'll i'll listen to the stories going on and i'll say a really crude joke or there'll be other times where i offer heartfelt advice depending on again what the dynamics of the group is and and i actually don't even know why i do that uh but i find myself doing that a lot interesting so, do you feel like you treat you're trying to be accepted into each situation maybe that maybe it's and i wonder too if it if it comes from my years of acting no uh but in, <laughs> in theater, right? Or whatever. Or whatever. Uh, the, and, I, and maybe this is how the dynamics are in, in every group. Maybe with, maybe you could speak on it with stand-up comedy or even in, in drag. But 
whenever I was with my actor friends, there was one kid who was very, very funny. So then maybe I was intimidated by that. And I would go, okay, I can't be the funniest one here. So maybe I'll be the most sensitive one that people could lean on. Or maybe I would be the meanest one. Or maybe I could just be um, just some, some other thing. So I think I try to gauge where people are. And maybe I'm insecure of how I measure up to it. Or maybe I feel like I'm going to let that person offer their advice or, or offer their jokes. And I won't try to compete with them for it. But for some reason, I always go to, there can't be two funny people in the group. I don't know. Or there, there, there can't be, I definitely, in talking right now, there definitely can be. But for some reason, it, it becomes a competition. And then, I, and then I start gauging everything. If I notice somebody is the more emotionally intelligent one in the group, I go, okay, well then I'll be more of the, the jackass. One. Why can't you be a little bit of all? No comment. No, I no, I, I really don't know. I would, I don't know. That'd be interesting to. You guys got four hours. Um, <laughs> for this, no. Um, is it this uh, podcast four hours long? <laughs> it it should be. Um, we'll just we'll just break it up. I I should be able to be, all parts. But then, with quarantine, I haven't really been in a group besides these these right, which is is super nice and um. I was talking to my little, my little bro Danny about it, about how to not feel like you're just always in a rut. And even today, mentally, I was just not feeling it. And, you know, just, just forcing yourself to do something different every day. Mm-hmm. So it feels fresh. So then I, I said, no, I'm not going to cancel on these guys. I, I, and I, I feel a lot better. But yeah, I feel like at the end of this, I'm going to forget how to, maybe it'll be different. Because I haven't physically been with people besides my wife and four-year-olds and my son. So, I mean, we'll see. Interesting. I don't know. I, I guess I'm, uh, I, 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 can, I can relate to that because I used to have that same mentality. Um, but now, I, I guess I don't try to put on different masks. It's more one mask. And it's just this, the, the natural, the dick, the funny, the smart, the sensitive. It's all present. So I don't, I don't have to hide anything. I don't have to pretend I'm someone else. It's if you don't like me, you don't like me. If you like me, you like me. If you find me funny, you find me funny. So it, I give them everything. So mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's, I guess it's before I tried to be the funny one or the smart one or all of that. And and it, it just took too much time and energy and it just drained, drained the hell out of me. Yeah. Now it's like, if I say something honest and somebody says, Oh my God, you're such a dick. And I'm like, I guess. Danny. What? <laughs> Who, what role do you play in the group of friends? Wait, where am I? What? Damn it. Not again. Time traveling again. Danny's like, I'm the hair um, one. I the have the good hair. Beautiful hair one. <laughs> so I don't yeah, hate you. Yeah, actually. No, damn it. No. Um, it can be like, it, uh, it can be one of two things, I think, if I had to boil it down. And of course, it depends on the situation, but there are, but if it's like a fun, lighthearted, friendly mood, um, 
I can be the one to gas you up. I will gas the fuck out of you mm-hmm. and just make you feel great and make you feel like whatever you're doing, whatever your dreams are, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to wear, whatever you want to be, whatever, I will gas you up and support you. But um, on a more, like if, I guess if the situation is a little more serious um, or there's just something generally, generally serious going on, I think a lot of people like to come to me to talk and just use me as a sounding board. I do, I do think people find a lot of value in my ability to just listen without judgment. I've had people open up to me about some of the craziest, wildest things without me even prompting them or asking them to do so. And I don't know if it's just the general vibe I give off or, or what it is, but I have noticed that a lot of people feel very comfortable opening up to me in general about some about things that can be very dark or just intimate or very just personal in general. Um, those two things I would say. And what are those stories? No, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, what, yeah. <laughs> what artists or band would you recommend for people at this, at this moment to listen to? <gasps> My latest obsession has been washed out and his new album purple noon if i had to describe washed out it's like a very synthy mellow mm-hmm. vibe and what i've learned about washed out him as an artist he he really touches on the with his music touches on the concept of escapism and just like literally just letting your mind travel to a, a whole new world and I think with listening to his latest album and like really listening to it as far as like the music and the lyrics and all of that, it totally did that for me. Obviously it's not for everybody, but I think for me just right now with literally the state of the world, quarantine, the pandemic, injustice, all that shit going on, um, there's been a need for me to just kind of escape all of that mentally. I can't escape anywhere physically. Yeah. Um, So my next best thing is to just like let my mind escape, if you will. And it's been just listening to the album has really lately anyway, inspired a lot of my writing and just lifted my spirits in a lot of ways. I really like it. And it's funny because it's actually Purple Noon. And it's funny because it's kind of, like some of this, it's not, it's not really a beat. Uh, some of the songs are really somber. I don't exactly take the subject matter of the song to heart. It's just more of like, I don't know, it's kind of hard to explain. But if you just listen to it for what it is and take it at face value, it's kind of a sad album. Mm-hmm. But I guess in my own way, and just like that, you know, concept of escapism and all of that, I find value in how it can just take me into another world just because it's so necessary to me right now. And that's why it lifts my spirits, if that makes sense. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Amir? The weekend. Oh, yeah? I've been, I've been, yeah, I've been just been binge listening to him. Uh, he has that Michael Jackson vibe. His songs are interesting. There's always something that he's talking about. Is there Post a- Malone, too. 
for some reason. Um, that's that's that that's one that kind of pops out. I know, I know. I said that, and I saw your face, and you're you're like, <laughs> oh, how I was, dare I was with you for the weekend. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> that's. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to edit out the Post Malone part. Yeah, right. <laughs> Boop. And then I'll find it when I'm editing. <laughs> hey, I, I don't know. I think it's his character. It's not more of his music. It's more of his person personality. And his personality is just down to earth. And I kind of uh, gravitate towards people that are real. And yeah. Mm. It resonates with you. Yeah. That's cool. Honest, honesty is just, it's like appealing to me because there's not a lot of people that are just straight honest about shit anymore. You know, they're always fake. You know, I can hear you, right? Like, I'm. That's why I said it. <laughs> Come on, dude. Come on. Come on, Enigma. Come on, Enigma. I've been doing comedy for six years. You think I'm not going to roast your ass when you just throw a T ball towards me? You think I'm not going to smash it out of the park? Yeah, but I wanted you to smash it. <laughs> Damn it. Smash it out of the park. Cheval is a horse in French. Um, <laughs> DJ? Who's the artist or band? Um, I don't know. I haven't really been listening to anything like new, new recently. I've been kind of just bopping to like my usual playlist. So like the usual like rotation I've been listening to has just been like a lot of Megan Thee Stallion. Yes. Um, a lot of Cupcake's last two or three singles she put out, not discounts, but Grillin' N-Words and uh, La Jesus. Those two go so hard for me. I don't know why. I just get lit, lit, lit when I hear those two songs. And I think it's the beat, because like the beats just slap so hard. Right. Um, and then also, shameless plug, a band, or not a band, an artist you should be listening to is Black Zalia, uh, me, a.k.a. You should be uh, looking me up on SoundCloud. I have four of my singles out that I had released, that I mentioned, that I released during quarantine. Still Get your writing. ass on Spotify. I'm trying. Well, okay. Well, first of all, thing is, the beats that I have been using are not my beats. So I've had to, those have been beats that I have found on YouTube and I've been asking artists slash producers to let me use for nonprofit use. So that's why I can only put them on uh, SoundCloud for nonprofit use. Mm. So that's why I need to, that's why I'm trying to figure out and who it can like, what producers that are still out here or that are working or doing commissions and stuff. Cause like, I know given the time right now, like a lot of, a lot of producers aren't really trying to do a lot of, you know, in-studio work due to the pandemic, which is 100% safe and the smart thing to do because aerosols from singing and rapping and everything, huge no-no. But it's like, I'm trying to figure out, like, how, who I can recruit to get, like, beats for, from, and stuff like that and work on things. And, like, I can, I know how to produce beats myself, but just with my time schedule, I barely have enough time to do the writing, like, finding the beat, requesting this use and then also rec writing recording and doing all the editing and then posting it and doing all the stuff myself so i'm like trying to find the extra hours to record like to produce said beats i wouldn't i, I literally do not have the time for so it's that's a working like, woman so yeah mm -hmm. working schooling and everything mm -hmm. so i'm just like I, I i'm trying to i feel like once i graduate which is in a few months i think i'll have a little bit more time but also by october i'll be finding out if or not about yeah by october i'll be finding out if i'm getting an interview to possibly be moving across the country so i don't know like a lot of things are a lot of things are going on so i'm just like i keep wanting to make plans but then i'm like i can't make plans because there's opportunities that are like kind of around the corner that are like 
might be changing a lot of co- the trajectory of a lot of things. So I'm like, I kind of just got to be patient and see what happens, I guess. Because I also wanted to revamp the video podcast that I was trying to start up um, that kind of crashed and burned because of a lot of schedule conflicts. People get like canceling last minute on me and stuff. So I was just kind of like, I was going to try and revamp it on this app called Anchor that lets you distribute to Spotify for free. Yeah. But, um, and, and yeah, and you can like spot, like distribute to Spotify and like get monetized and stuff like that. But I'm like working out the kinks of that. I'm like, now, if I want to record with someone, I have to have my guests download the app and record it to jump onto the recording session and stuff like that. And I'm like, I don't know how user-friendly the app is for other people who may not have even heard of the app before. And I'm just like, ah. So I'm like, that's what I'm thinking. Maybe I just need to be patient and kind of just work on what's on in front of me as of school-wise. And then as opportunities open up, figure out and plan accordingly, I guess. As someone, yes, I say all that to say, listen to Black Dahlia. Sorry, go ahead. Perfect. <laughs> As someone uh, who's um, not on Anchor, no, um, I, I have a few podcast friends who use the Anchor app. I don't, and I almost feel like, wait, what the fuck? Did I miss the memo? Is Anchor better? And so, right. And and the, my thing is, I thought it was just really cool because. Um, I listened to this podcast by Bob the Drag Queen and Monet Exchange called Sibling Rivalry. And if I'm not mistaken, they do their podcast through Anchor. So like when they had did their ads and stuff like that for it, I found out that like you don't have to have a minimum amount of listeners to get paid. Mm-hmm. You on, you can distribute everything for free. And then also you can uh, get, once you start distributing, you can get slots added into your episodes for ads and different companies will like, let give you like oh can we get a 10 second ad or or however long of an ad they want and then they'll either give you like a template of a script that that you can use or you write your own script to record and say for the ad and i'm like like, it's your voice doing the ad and you like you get the money for it i'm like that's dope so i thought about it and i was like that's kind of cool and then like you can do sponsor like that's how like some of the podcasts that they say like get sponsorships by their different partners if you do ads for them so they're like oh if you use you know the like code blah 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 blah, you get this Mm -hmm. much off of this service and stuff like that i'm like that's dope what do you guys see being a very silly or ridiculous advertising you would read for does that make sense what product or company do you would you fuck me doing this but if the money's good i'll do it oh, i don't know why I arby's you see what oh, i'm saying okay 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 yeah okay viagra um shit like that yeah 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 i get strap. what you mean um do you say cockstrap again jockstrap it's jock jock oh so you didn't say cockstrap the first time yeah no i said jockstrap the first time mm. those are comfortable I heard cockstrap. I heard cockstrap too. That's what I. I definitely heard a C the first time. But... <laughs> you just y'all just want to hear what, what I, you want to hear. That I hear what I want to I mean, say. I hear what I want to put in my mouth. So <laughs> Carl's Jr. We are. It's been a long quarantine here. Right. Um, Christian uh, Mingle. Honestly, oh no, not to cut you off. Sorry, I was just thinking too. Oh, sorry. No. Farmersonly.com probably. <laughs> Facebook. I would love to hear your farmers only. <laughs> yeah, like you you saying the words of a of a of a advertisement. I'm tr- I'm trying to because I, I listen to a lot of podcasts and then when they cut in and they're like, my teeth have never been cleaner, but then I use this toothbrush and I go really dog. Like how much money did you get for that? Right. Like, for you to okay, that's cool, man. 
John Deere. <laughs> John, John Deere. Um, oh my god. I don't know. You went from just... hunting deer to making tractors. Look at him now. Is that how it? Is that what it was? I probably not. Oh. It's, uh, <laughs> I'm just adding John oh, okay. and deer, and then just uh... dental dams. Efficient. <laughs> um, oh Jesus! <laughs> Your dentist uses it as well. Jesus, the savior. Um, what challenging thing? <laughs> what are we talking about? What challenging thing are you working through these days? Depression. Ooh. Depression. How do you get through it? Like, what do you? What are some methods? I've been, I've been planting a bunch of trees. Green helps me relax, I guess. Mm-hmm. Food security, I guess. I don't know. It's just everybody has their own little thing that helps them, and I, I don't know. Green, just looking at something that's just green helps me soothe, soothe that that weird part of my mentality, I guess. Mm-hmm. You it works for you. That's all that matters. Right. DJ? I would probably just say as of right now, getting reacclimated to school um, and having all of this like homework and being like trying to adjust to now having online classes and also having an in one in-person class. Like I love my in-person class, don't get me wrong, but I don't know. It's just like, it's this weird feeling now because I just feel like I thought me having an in-person class would be giving me some sense of normality or to my schedule. And I just feel like it's even more abnormal. I get up. So like I get up on Monday and Wednesday mornings uh, to go to be at, at 6am to be at class at like 7.15, get out at 10, 10.15, run back to my apartment to log into class at 10.30 from 10.30 to 11.45. And then that's just like my day. And then other than that, I'm working on homework and stuck in that, you know what I'm saying? Kind of just stuck in the house, do like, you know, working on stuff. And I'm just like, it's weird because it's just like so much stuff is going on when it comes down to technology. Cause like I'm doing an accelerated class while having a fully online class and another fully online zoom class, my singing for the actor class, which is over zoom. So we figuring that out. And uh, it's just been, it's just this weird, it's like that trying to just adjust to everything. It's just really weird right now. Um, and I think I'm getting a hold of it so far. I just think that maybe once this one accelerated class is done because it has so many sporadic things, because I like structure and like, and not to say that the class isn't structured because obviously it has a structure, but it's like, it's not a periodic structure because it's like an accelerated class. So it's like, we only have half of the semester to do like for everything, but the due dates for stuff is not like synchronous. It's not like it's due. This is due this week, next week, the next week. It's literally like this is due in like six days, and then this next thing opens in four days, but closes in five days. And it like it's just weird. It's like right. asynchronous things opening and closing at different times. I've almost had heart attacks having to like stress myself out because I'm like, oh my god, I have like six hours to do a paper or six hours to do like to finish what, taking notes on a lecture to do an assignment because I didn't realize this closes today when the module opened like two days ago. And I'm like, how does, how was an assignment due when the module opened two days ago? Yeah. So I just, uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. My history of fashion class is very compressed and dense, but I'm getting through it. I'm, I'm surprisingly acing the hell out of these exams though. So we doing good. Yes. We get nineties on the exams. So I'm okay. I had a nine in my grades. Um, it wasn't in the front. Libra? 
I think right now I'm just trying to continue getting through quarantine. Um, I've had, for the most part, the same daily routine since March. I, I wake up, literally roll over to my desk to start working because I log in from my computer and I work from home. And then once the day ends, I might exercise, I might watch TV, or I'll just have dinner shower and go to bed and then repeat the next day um and the only way to break up that monotony is to do something slightly different that is not part of my routine i i remember i talked to you about this but i don't go outside and get the mail every day but i might every other day and there's just something about that little thing I'm doing slightly differently that just makes the day feel a little bit better. Not that mm-hmm. it just totally resolves everything and I'm just like, oh, cloud nine, I love it. I don't. Yeah. But it helps in its own way. Or like now that the weather is getting relatively cooler, it still has a ways to go, but it's getting there. Once it gets really nice, um, my intention is to spend more time outside. Um, I remember I was just telling my mom, I miss being outside. That is one thing I have never liked about living mm-hmm. here in the Valley is that I don't enjoy being outside when it's hot. I tolerate it if I absolutely have to, but if given the choice, I do not go outside ever. Ever since basically May, June, when it started getting more and more hot, I don't go outside. Once the weather gets better, what am I going to do? I'm going to go to the park a lot. Mm-hmm. I've had this vision that I'm going to go to the park, take a blanket with me, and then just lay in the grass while on the blanket. But percolate, percolate, perfect. Yes, and then <laughs> I don't know. Take a book or take a sandwich or a book and a sandwich, and then just stare at the sky, daydream. I don't know. I don't fucking care really. I just want to do something just else. Be that outside. Is not Right, that sounds like fun. I love that idea. It'd be the, it's a, that, it's the waking up, go to work, and then I'm with kids, eight hours, and then I go home with, with my son. I love my son. Um, I'm not particularly relaxed because I'm trying to keep him alive, and, and watch him also still, and then I I, haven't been alone because I used to go, out by myself but i haven't and it's strange i i feel angrier i feel more negative i feel more um like a like a dark cloud just all the time your freedom is being suppressed a big thing is the yeah the the repeating every day and um so that's why i look forward to to these because it's a nice little break but then i can't do these every night maybe why I not can. maybe i can't <laughs> yeah yeah right can serena you can, can percolate I... every night i have to raise my hand before i talk to serena serena can i do these i'll, talk. I'll ask her later she's can I percolate? <laughs> she's watching a telenovela um <laughs> so just trying not to so then I, I try to run more i try to meditate more do yoga uh just something to release it the anger the dark cloud whatever it is so every day is, and but I try to 
try to see it as a, it's just today. I'm not, I'm not battling the month. I'm not battling the week. Today, I'm going to try to have, and when it gets really bad, I go for the next hour, I'm going to try to have a good hour. And then we'll see what it is after that. And then we'll try to have another good hour. There you go. Baby step. Yeah. And then last question, what fictional character did you have the hots for? Shoot. Jesse from Team Rocket. Dang, that's a great one. Honestly, I live. <laughs> Those uh, were the first pair of titties that made me go, hmm. We could just end it on that. <laughs> All right, thanks, everybody. No, yeah, no problem. Right. <laughs> I have on that note. Right. Oh, come on. No, it, she was, I was with one. you until you picked the body part. Um, well, that was... Ugh. It was her legs that for How me. How dare you shame but. me for liking what I like? <gasps> oh, that's what oh. this podcast is all about. Um, <laughs> shaming. That's in ten minutes. I don't know. Uh, I can't even like <laughs> one that popped into my head, and I don't know why. I think we passed a comic book store, and maybe there was a picture of this. There was a Sailor Moon. And I used to watch that a lot as a kid. And Serena goes, what is that? And I said, oh, it's Sailor Moon. And I'm explaining it. And then I go, and she said, would Oliver like it? And I said, oh, I, go, I don't know. I don't know yet. At, at three years old, if I, if you would even understand it, first off, just at all. Um, Not the, what is going on here? <laughs> what happening? And he, and yeah, he gets really scared of, people like characters in suits so it's not a good one it's what it's not a good one for him there's a suit guy right yeah there's yeah there's a tuxedo mask so that's the name of my penis so oh let's say the scouts i think hillary banks from from, uh fresh prince is another one sawyer from lost are we just gonna completely just name everybody from animated well, that's what I was wondering. Like, are we talking cartoon? Are we talking like real yeah, fiction? Yeah, Like actors? Well, it was interesting like, that Guardian like... first went to Jesse. Yeah, that's what I thought we were talking. That's what I was saying. So I thought we were going anime or cartoon. You so said cartoon. Said he said fictional. Animal. I said fiction. Yeah. Fictional, not cartoon. How fictional? Oh, I thought he said cartoon. <laughs> no, nah, he said fictional. Uh, fictional. All right. Uh, that's a different well, then, question. Then. Right. In that case, ooh, ooh. Baby group. My, I feel, if I'm not mistaken, I think. My, <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> not even a lie. I think my, the first like fictional character I ever had the hots for, and I don't even know if anybody may remember, remember this, but so do y'all remember on That's So Raven, her boyfriend Devon? That was, that was him. That was him. Topanga. That was him. Sean Hunter. Oh, wait, come on, Topanga. Oh. Devon? Devon from That's So Raven. Yeah. Libra? You have come on, come on, Google. Oh, yep. Also, I see the dude it. that plays that's supposed to play the adult version of him in Raven's Home. I was like, oh, okay, y'all better, y'all better make sure he still got some good looks. Okay, okay. Oh my god. Like the spin, they had to keep it fair, factual. They they said mm-hmm, Raven can't look the same, and then Devon just looked busted when they get older. Ah, <laughs> that's true. That's very true. Mm. Fictional. I can't think of anything. I know, right? It's really hard. When he said cartoon and he narrowed it down, it was just like, oh, yeah, no, but. No one said cartoon. Like you put. I sort of got a herd anime. <laughs> no. 
Uh, I can't think of a cartoon I had a hot for, but I do remember when I was like a tween. Um, I used to watch One Tree Hill a lot. I had the hot for Chad Michael Murray. No. The other no? one? Uh? No, I had the hot for what was her name in the show? Brooke, I think. The brunette oh. girl. With the raspy voice? Yeah. Sophia Bush. Yes. Yeah. I love. Wow. I don't know. You, there's I'm this, surprised there's... you knew the name and last name. Because I love her voice. Oh. I I have to, I don't know. There's something about a girl with like a raspy. I live. Yeah. That's kind of. I don't know. It's kind of hot. I don't know why. Chad Michael Murray is so basic. I know. <laughs> oh, he is. Oh, he's definitely cookie cutter like mayo on a grilled cheese white boy. One hundred percent. I honestly just thought, like, honestly, though, I just thought it was so funny. Like, even though he's basic as hell, I lived for him in uh, a Cinderella story. That will forever be a classic timepiece of my childhood. A Cinderella story with Hilary Duff and Chad Michael Murray. Classic. Done. Sold. Was there any you thought was hot, but no one understood? Like, Heath Ledger Joker. Like, did you think... Not like anything recent, but when I was a kid, it's funny because how, oh, how the tides have turned. But when I was a kid, I used to always think Nick Jonas was hot. And everybody's like, nah, it's all about Kevin or Joe. And I'm like, nah, mm-mm. watch. Mm-mm. Y'all don't even, nope. And now look at him. Look now at him look now. At, at my baby, yes. shining. Daddy. Shining. Daddy. Shining. Daddy. <laughs> he is hot. Daddy. I was like, mm. I was like, mm-hmm. I was like and everybody wanted to say I was the crazy one. But look, look at that. Look at that. Look at him mm, now. Tough right. <laughs> Come on, tough questions. <laughs> I don't know. There's like a whole array of different sections. You know, pull you out don't, the Rolodex. Just, I, just throw them out and see what happens. <laughs> I'm having a hard time. I don't. I can't think of one. Uh, it's like right. the, there's different shows. Laura from uh, Family Matters. Oh yeah, she's very uh, pretty. Steve Urkel, yeah, that girl, Steve Urkel. Likes. I thought you Steve Urkel was on your list. Um, <laughs> really? Yeah. Did I right. do that? Waldo, Geraldo, Faldo. <laughs> oh, I loved him. <laughs> That's what I should have said. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the girl from the Jamie Foxx show. Oh, crap, what is her name? That was the first one. Cece? Is it Cece? I think it was. No. What is her name? I'm going to look one. it up. Um, that man from Set It Off, the banker guy. All day. Wish I could remember his name. Libra, you got any any more? There's probably some like really big boobed anime girl that I had a crush on once upon a time, but I can't think of a specific one. Effie? I think another like probably fictional character crush that I feel like nobody really got that I like. Hmm. I'm thinking it hmm. It would probably have to be um oh my god. Zeke from High School Musical. Nobody, nobody got it, but I'm like, he could make a souffle for me any day, <laughs> any day. I need to see this. I've never seen High School Musical. Yeah, I mean, what? What? Oh, I can I see either. it. None you of y'all remember seen High we School were, Musical. I think we were. Okay, that's fine. College. It don't matter. By it, don't, we, it don't matter. Yeah, we're. It don't matter. It don't matter. We're 15 years older than you. It don't. It. Don't We're matter. 87 years older than you. <laughs> okay, I get it. Y'all got to blow off your damn records before you play them, but shit. <laughs> yeah, we do. We really do. 
Stop. We, we don't. I, it's more of a dustpan kind of. This thing. is we don't really helping involve. my hearing. This is not for anything else. Well, thank you guys. I appreciate this. Yeah, no problem. Man. Thank you. Thank I appreciate you being on. Thank you Always. for hosting. So, air in uh, seven months. Oh, that's good. I'm trying to be better about it, but we'll mm-hmm. see. But no, I, I really appreciate it. I love you guys. I miss you guys. Love you, you too. Wonderful love days. You. I miss you too. And decent nights. Oh, you too. I'm going I back vote, to doing schoolwork. Oh, God. I vote that once the weather gets really nice, we all go to the park. It can be socially distanced. Socially distanced all, picnic. We have a socially distanced picnic in the park. It's corny. Yeah. It's fun. It's cute. We should do it. I'm Josh. Josh gonna be I there. live. You love Josh. That's not my question. You didn't answer my question. Oh, okay. Um, Only if we invite him. If we invite him, he might even go. He's so busy. But Oh, oh, he's busy? Uh, I'll show he's up. Busy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Have we I, had a day yet? Because I, I feel like you two would get along very well. Oh, they would. Who? Uh, Rodey is... My fans. Yeah. Oh. He also hates Jim. It's not, and that's his uncle. But they're blood. And that's uh, Jim's he's my nephew. big bro. What do you want? I'll I'll cut it. I'll cut that out. Don't worry. You don't so have no. to keep it in. Uh, he can, <laughs> he's too busy. You won't hear this. It's fine. <laughs> I I plan on him being busy that day. Whatever day that ends up being. So perfect. <laughs> I appreciate it, Libra. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I'm so okay. down for a a park outing. I'm so yes. Be done. Have a good night, guys. You do the same. Good night. Love night, you guys. Cockstrap, become pants. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <Is he> cockstrap? <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> I just wanted to say that. <laughs> yeah, I did say that. <laughs> I am internally screaming. <laughs> just...